boys and girls, what's going on? It's Tom. And it's Jamie. Welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. The Chronicles of Bloodstock 2023. I'm Alex, this is Rick. We are two of Bloodmoors. Um, how are you guys feeling anyway? How are you doing? We're, we're excited. Yeah, we're nerves haven't set in. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're being asked, oh, are you nervous? Are you not, not not really. Probably will be when we get to the stage and like you stood there about to go on sort of. But right now, we, we're chill. We're like, excited for it. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Is it one of those feelings where it's a bit like, a bit surreal? Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit like, we're, we're at Blood Science. It's amazing. We're playing. What? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean? What's yeah. going on? Because <laughs> obviously we've been before, we've had, you know, just to watch and stuff, but we've never played as Blood Moors, so it's just yeah, like, yeah. it is slightly still, like you say, surreal. It's just like, this is happening. <laughs> We're here, this, this is going to happen It's now. incredible though, yeah. man. How has your Blood been so far? Have you just got here today? Have you been here since? No, we've been here since Thursday. So oh, wow. Yeah, we've been here full, making the most of it, making a full weekend out of it. So yeah, we've just... To try and make, uh, try and make the most of the whole weekend, you know, it's part yeah. of the, the, the perk of being here. So you get to come here, see all the bands, you know, meet all the people. I mean, Bloodstock's a phenomenal place. And you always meet into mates who you've not seen for ages. It's just a great atmosphere. So, yeah, just brilliant. Brilliant to be here. It is. It's, I feel like it's such a family feel, isn't it? Like, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's babies here. Yeah, yeah. Like, not alone, let alone kids. There's babies here yeah. as well. Like, loving life. Starting circle pits, I heard earlier. <laughs> um, yeah, which is we absolutely... More, more baby circle pits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they were playing with a ball. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then people were standing behind, and then it was like the crawl after the ball, and just following around. It was absolutely fantastic, <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Um, so obviously, like you said you played at three pm. You said it's a bit surreal. Are you excited though? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, just just want to hit the stage and just go out there and do what we do. Just enjoy it. No, absolutely, man. I mean, obviously, with it being a festival and not an actual Blood Moors gig, yeah. do you? alter the set accordingly to where you're playing so like obviously you want to bring new people in so it's just be back to back bangers or well, we were trying to get like a nice mixture because we've got you know different sort of styles and things between our two albums so we're trying to get you know some thrashy ones some slower ones some more, more melody and just make it accessible for everyone so everyone that comes will go oh I like that track and I like that one just, yeah. yeah just try and keep everyone interested you know absolutely really a variety of what Blood Moors is all about yeah. so that the people there'll be hopefully something there for everyone to enjoy uh, like Alex was saying you know and that, hopefully that pulls people in so that people will go you know what really enjoyed that band there was a bit of something for everyone so uh, yeah definitely that's definitely I mean Alex came up well we, we all came up with a set list but all the you know Alex was sort of like, right, 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 and we timed yeah. it all, you know, in rehearsal. We timed it all because you've only got half an hour. It's like, right, well, they work and they're a really good mix, so, yeah, yeah. That's brilliant. You're the numbers man of the band then, as always, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, like I said, we, we put a couple of set lists together and then we ran through them and timed it and go, this one's slightly over, we, you know, we could take something out or, we'll, so, you know, move things around. So, yeah, we, we had a couple of ideas and then we've settled on, you know, what the set we're going to do today. So us as a podcast, we are ambassadors for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. Right, okay. Are you guys aware of Sophie and her yeah, stories? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah. I mean, I've, I've been here this like four or five times. I'm, I know all about Sophie and that because you've got the stage named after and the foundation's always here, you know, with stalls and donations and things, yeah. Absolutely. I think we're also from Lancashire. So the fact that all of us are from Lancashire, which was obviously the same, you know, sort of area that Sophie and her family were from, so and as metalheads 
you know, uh, alternative people from that area, uh, it really, really hit home. The whole story of everything, you know, the, the tragedy that absolutely that happened, and the really, really wonderful work that the foundation is doing to hopefully, uh, you know, uh, stop prejudices like this and make people aware, so that something like that hopefully can never ever happen again. Yeah. Uh, it was a tragic waste of a beautiful life, and I think they're doing absolutely amazing work. The foundation, definitely, fantastic. So yesterday, I don't know if you're aware, Mark, 16 years since Sophie's attack. Is this something you guys have ever had to endure in your life, like being treated differently because of the music you listen to? I mean, when I was younger, maybe at school and things, but not sort of, not more recently, I wouldn't have said. Because when, when kids, you know, do things like that, then they're just stupid. You get treated differently because you look, you know, you look weird or, or what have you. And like you say, you listen to music, oh, it's all, what's all this screaming and shouting music? I've been treated a bit differently, like I say, when I'm younger, but not not more recently. I would have said. I um, I'm a few years older than the guys in the band, a uh, few about twenty, and um, <laughs> I definitely came from a generation whereby, you know, if you wore the black clothes, people used to yell and shout at you, you know, oh you geggers, oh you stink, all oh, this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? It was unfortunately it was a thing. Um, Luckily, I won those people over with my own natural charm, uh, you know, uh, and they became great mates. But no, no, I mean, yeah, there was definitely some of that. And, and you know, you actually do find that if you're able to, in Sophie's case, it wasn't the case, but if you're actually able to talk to people and they see that you're on the level and everything, they usually think, oh, they're, they're sound. Yeah, they might not, they, you might like rap music, you might like heavy metal music, but actually there's a common thread and you wear your clothes or your lifestyle depending on your music and doesn't mean that you're not great people. You know what I mean? So hopefully hopefully now, especially with the raised awareness, there's gonna be a lot more of that kind of vibe. You know, that is one thing we've, that a lot of people have said and we've seen it around is times are changing for the better. There's still a lot of work to do, but yeah. times are changing for the better. And as we were saying earlier, there's a lot of young people here, there's a lot of kids here. And they're going to be Sophie's age at some point. They're going to be expressing themselves, being how they want to be. Yeah, yeah. What do you think a charity like the Foundation could do to support those people as they're coming up in this world? Oh, that's a good question. I think it's. I think the way you support them is by offering a change in culture. And the way that they're doing that is obviously they're going into schools, they're talking to kids, all the kids of all different backgrounds, you know, all different, not, not just musical preferences but religious views or uh, uh, colour ethnicity obviously with the you know the uh, uh, LBGT community and all the rest of it and getting to those people and just saying look be cool we're all different but that's what makes us all wonderful and unique and in doing that what that does is that changes the culture and allows people to be able to express themselves um, and hopefully grow up in a time where they will be safe and people will just be more and more tolerant and accepting yeah. um, and I think that's what you have to do you have to change culture and once you've done that then hopefully it's a safer world for everybody absolutely absolutely beautifully said but bringing it back to you guys you guys are here because you won Metal to the Masses in Stoke yes 
Absolutely incredible. What, how was that feeling when you were on that stage finding that out? Amazing. I mean, we were just like, we've said, you know, a few times, the, the other bands you're up against, you're going, these are all just so good. And you're going, these, you know, people are doing stuff that we're not doing. And you go, oh, that's really cool. And we don't do that. Maybe they're going to win it because they're, you know, th we don't do this and they're doing it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, you, and it, it gets in your head. And then when, you know, they called us out as the winners, we're like, oh my God, you know, it's just an amazing feeling. We're just, just so shocked and just like over the moon about it. I've never hugged so many people in my life and we'd, we'd, we'd just come off the stage as well we were the last band on yeah. so like you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big guy you know I was a little bit sweaty to say the least yeah, yeah. and I was literally just going around hugging everybody that would accept a sweaty man hug you know what I mean it was just uh, yeah it was the most surreal amazing ex feeling yeah, wasn't it yeah. and it was a group one as well we were all just like one of us went like, it was like, oh my God, yeah. we've, we've, we've done it. You know, yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. No, no, that is absolutely incredible. But like, it's been two years since you released Too Close to the Sun. Have we expected any new music at all? Yeah. Anything so, to talk about? I mean, yeah, we're, we've just been talking about this. The last interview we did with her. Pretty much our plan for the rest of this year is to get working on album three. There's a lot of material already done. I've got a lot of lyrics ready. I'd say it's about getting close to the halfway point in terms yeah. of ideas and stuff. So yeah, the rest of this year is going to be a lot of focus on album three. Amazing, yeah. absolutely amazing. You keep rejecting my ideas because I want to put on a few dance tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Rick, Rick, no, you know. Oh, not this again. Yeah, yeah. We've had this conversation. Yeah, but I'm like, this has got a good beat. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for this. I wish you all the best with the show later on today. Thank you. Go smash it. I look forward to album three. Thank Cheers, you, thank you. Thanks, thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers, man. We're going on. Cheers. There you go.